Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you enjoy the Girl Dad Discussion Podcast. I'm your host, Ernest James, and I believe the relationship between a daughter and her father is one of the most important relationships a young lady can have. And therefore, my mission is to promote the daddy-daughter relationship by sharing the voices of girl dads to the world. So check out our podcast on every platform where podcasts can be listened to. And if you want to watch the podcast, check us out on our YouTube channel. Again, that's the Girl Dad Discussions Podcast with your host, Ernest James. Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Tees. With our inspirational tees, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Tees. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Tees at dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you. Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App. And make a donation to dollar sign E James, the number 418. Make a one time donation to the Cash App, or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I'm your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill, to deal with your problems, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, make sure that you listen, like, subscribe, and share to the podcast. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And make sure that you follow us on YouTube where you can watch the podcast. And also check us uh, on our YouTube channel. You can also check out our playlist for the Girl Dead Discussions podcast, which is our uh, sister podcast that we just started um, not too long ago. So whenever you listen to this, that should be up and running, which is the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. Um, so when you subscribe to 
the deal heal uh deal to heal with e james podcast youtube channel you'll also be able to watch the girl dad discussions uh podcast on that same channel so make sure you guys are checking that out and also i'm going to tell you guys how you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast but you got to stay until the end in order to get that information so today just like any other day we are blessed with a guest mr morris how are you doing hey i'm great i'm so uh, uh thrilled and elated to be on here with you and just thank you for asking me to come on no problem no problem first of all let me say thank you for being here uh because you could have been doing anything else but you're here with me and my listeners and we definitely appreciate it and want you to know that up front so <laughs> Mr. Morris, do me a favor, introduce yourself uh, to my listeners and tell us who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah, my name is Larry C. Morris. Hey, I'm currently living in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. The things that I do, I've written a book called Rejoicing in My Salvation, Unrolling the Bundle. Um, it's on Amazon. I'm also an award winner. Uh, I won two awards for my book. So it's been good. I have a TV show uh, on Zondra TV Network where I teach leadership, uh, the power, uh, leading with power, uh, pray, serve, lead. And then I also do a radio show every Thursday, 2 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. And I teach about prayer as prayer as being a relationship builder between you and God. You can never, ever lose that. All right, all right. So, Mr. Larry, um, definitely listening to what you're doing now. Um, I know that there's a story before the story. So, who was Larry before you became this person that you are now? And what was kind of your transition of going from who you are to, you know, whatever happened that made you take this trajectory that your life is on now? And then not only are you taking a trajectory, but now you're helping others also. Yeah, I, I'll start from my childhood. I'm a little boy from 416 Glendale Avenue, Coatesville, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philadelphia. You know, that's where I was born. I was raised there with my mother, grandmother, and uh, great-grandmother, and my brother. You know, we, we survived uh, through the small town. I can say I enjoyed life. Uh, I was talking to my wife the other day. I never knew how poor we were until now, as we look back and with my mother, grandmother, great, what they had to go through. I mean, they put things together. You know, we didn't know we were poor, but then right. when we look back, man, we were poor. But yet, in the city of Coastal, everybody uh, uh, kind of helped everybody. Everybody that was on Glendale Avenue um, knew everybody, and we were together you know so it didn't matter whether you were dirt poor or air poor or whatever you had what you had and you enjoyed it right you know right. then you know after that uh graduated high school i went to military you know uh went to military spent 22 years in the military in and out you know i retired military um you know which my military background communications i communicated Make sure everybody can communicate all over the world, all over the world. And um, I actually traveled almost all over the world. So, you know, I've got a wife and children 
Uh, I've got four grown children and six grandchildren, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I'm enjoying life. I'm really at the fullness of, you know, enjoying and working hard and then turning around and then now living a life under the power of Jesus Christ, where he took both of my lives, put them together. Now I can, you know, really thrive and teach others how to grow in Jesus and do what they called to do. All right. All right. So how is it that you uh, got into teaching leadership? Was that something that you were already um, kind of on your journey to, to doing? Like that's where you were planning to go? Or is that just kind of how things kind of involved where you got to that to that point? It kind of involved like that. But being in the military, you're under and you see different styles and different mm-hmm. uh, 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 genres of leadership, right. which I was amazed. I didn't know that much about it. I was just growing into it, into it, and into it until I got out the military and I actually met John Maxwell. Okay. Okay. I actually met him and I was with a group of people who was teaching out of his book. And it was like, um, okay. And so I went to one of his seminars and my entire life at, at that seminar was put in a perspective now that I could work. I can work leadership and I can work the gospel. And I just learned more and more and more and more. And leadership became uh, prominent. I, you know, I would teach it to whomever desired to get up off their feet, get up off the bench, and do some work. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think that's that's uh, kind of where I want to start. Um, speaking of work, because you know, on this podcast, we definitely talk about ways of how we can heal in in different areas of our lives, right? And so. When it comes to healing, I think that sometimes, you know, we don't take on our own responsibility for ourselves. And not just with healing, that's also in, in this space that I am now with a lot of people that I talk to, even with their own happiness, which I, which I think kind of mirrors your, your healing, right? Your healing and your happiness kind of go together. Um, but a lot of people are, are unhappy. And what I found is a lot of them are unhappy because they're put, they put their happiness in the hands of someone else, you know, and it's like, okay, I can't be happy if you don't do this, or you don't make me feel a certain way, or you don't say, a, say, you know, certain things to me, but I don't think we, uh, all, all of us, should I say, doesn't, don't always take our own responsibility for our own happiness. And then also in, in turn, we don't take the, the responsibility for our own healing. You know, especially on our, our inner healing, which is the things that you can't see, you know, so on the things on the outside where someone can see that you're hurting, you know, you break your arm or something and it's like, oh, OK, you know, you can get sympathy, sympathy for that. But the things on the inside that no one can see those things, we don't always take the responsibility, you know, um, to heal ourselves or to get the healing that we need. So when you're when you're speaking with someone who you know may be on that journey but still somewhat denying their own responsibility for themselves, what is something that you kind of you know speak with them on 
to help them get to that mindset? Well, first of all, you said something that was key earlier. You said you have to be able to deal with it first. But before you can deal with it, you have to acknowledge Mm -hmm. that you're hurting. You have to acknowledge, you have to know, because too many, as men, we cover things up. We cover things up well. We're hurting, we'll go play basketball, we'll shoot some pool, we'll do whatever Mm -hmm. it takes to cover it up. You know, we'll even, you know, uh, uh, do things that we shouldn't do to cover it up. But one of the things, and and you mentioned something about happiness. Mm -hmm. Truly, no one can make you happy like yourself. But if you're broken and hurt, you can't make yourself happy. But what you'll do is cover it up and make an excuse, putting your happiness in somebody else's hand. So you're doubly broken. Mm-hmm. You know, so what I do is try to share with people, okay, you're hurting. Where are you hurting? Why are you hurting? Who hurts you? You know, you, you want to get things up, but sometimes you have to go a different, total different direction. We may have to talk about football. We may have to talk about basketball because as men, a lot of times, <clears throat> there's no way I'm a community communicate this i'm a man i'm not gonna tell nobody i hurt i'm not gonna tell nobody somebody else hurt me you know so there's a long conversation in that conversation there's trust trust has to be there for me to let you know that i i have to trust you that you won't put it all over uh, that you won't dog me out cripple me or hurt me even the more so we talk about learning how to be transparent but how do you do that that means we have to spend some time together there's got to be some type of activity where i now have confidence in you and you have confidence in me how hard is that sometimes it's pretty hard because we don't want to take all these hats off even though they're a burden but -hmm. we're so used to hiding we're so used to staying hurt you know, and that's one of that, that's where I start from, you know, just asking that hard question. Do you hurt? You know, you have to acknowledge that you hurt. Then we go down the road of, you know, the deepness of the hurt. Yeah. You know, for us men, sometimes we were hurt when we were children and we still harbor that. Even though we say everything's fine, but I guarantee you one thing I did do deal with in my teaching and leadership. If you're a leader and you have not acknowledged and got rid of the hurt, you actually lead out of that hurt mm. and you cause others to hurt in your leadership. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I think you, you said a couple of things, uh, um, especially from the, the male perspective. You know, a lot of times we don't have the conversation. We don't open up and say, I'm hurting. You know, it's, it's hard for us to to admit that. And I think that, uh, especially with this podcast, one of the things that I want to do um, is make it normal for us to start having the conversations, right? And so sometimes somebody has to has to start it, right? Because it's not a conversation that we always talk about. So somebody has to be open and vulnerable enough to say, hey, I was dealing with this. You know, what do you think about it? 
you know, in order for us to start having these conversations. And so when we start talking about, you know, number one, the fact that we're hurting and acknowledging that, when we start talking about who hurt us, that's a whole not that's a whole nother can of words, right? You know, yeah. and again, we don't we don't want to say that we were hurt, you know, we don't want to show weakness um or suppose weakness by standing in our emotions, which is not a weakness, actually a strength to be able to express yourself emotionally, you know, and, and under control. And I think that's one of the things that our younger generation is kind of missing now is that um, they don't have that thermostat, should I say, for their emotions, right? They, they are just like all on or all off. You know what I mean? And so that's why we're getting a lot of the anger issues with our young men who don't know how to process their anger and process their emotions. You know, one of the things I used to tell my son, I have a son that, you know, used to have anger issues, you know, and whenever you talk to him, I'd say, why did you do, you know, whatever? It's where I was mad. And I said, well, now I'm mad. So what, what does it make it okay for me to have I react to you? You know, I said, so it's not it's not a crime or it's not a sin to be angry, but it's how you process that anger, you know. And so we have to work on processing that anger, you know. And I think that's the conversation that we need to have more as as men, and not only the the conversations about you know who hurt us. But then we go into the the next part of that, which is, you know, even forgiving, learning how to to forgive, you know. And one of the things that I've been blessed to be a part of, uh, which I was going to mention later, but it it fits great right here. Uh, I've been blessed to be a part of an organization called the Forgiveness Mission. And we have free uh, virtual workshops every quarter of the year. And we can be found at forgivenessmission.com. And so we have these free workshops that we talk about forgiveness, what it is, what it's not, forgiveness of self, forgiveness of of others. You know, we kind of dive into the whole thing with forgiveness and being able to forgive. Um, But just as as in men, as men, and not just men, I think it's it's, it's just everybody, you know, to be able to process your hurt, you know, to the point that you can forgive, not for the other person, but for yourself. So even with that, you know, in the in the process of uh forgiveness, you know, and even from the spiritual side of it, not only just forgiveness but repentance, you know, what would be your advice for helping us to even to deal with that? Well, <clears throat> let's let's go back to something. Uh, uh, forgiveness is awesome. Okay. Um but one of the things that we have to understand in forgiveness there's got to be a baseline of truth, 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 because a lot of people say, well, what is true? What is true? And if you don't know what is true, then you can never forgive yourself because you, you don't have a clue of what is what is true. Um, and then secondly, um, that authority, the authority. I found myself helping people. But letting them understand is as we talk, I have certain authority to help them. I'm not, I'm not just a sounding board. Let me let me let me give you for instance. Let me give you a for instance that is critically hard. When women go through stuff and they get raped or whatever, even in the family, 
when they go to tell somebody, no one wants to listen because they don't believe it. So that person holds on to it for years. And then they ask, well, why'd you hold on? Well, number one, the person who did it was a person of authority. Number two, who could they tell? Because no one had authority to do anything. You know, and that's what sometimes we run into. You know, you tell somebody something and they can't do nothing about it or they don't do anything about it. That's what's hard, what's hard. But on the biblical sense, when you're talking about forgiveness and repentance, you said something was key. When you ask for forgiveness and you're getting in there with God, getting forgiven, you have to understand that you also have to forgive yourself because your mind begins to beat you up. How could I ever have done something like that? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I get a whole bunch of negative feedback for that. Once you're forgiven by God, you don't have to worry about yeah, uh, 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 because the enemy works on your mind. And if mm -hmm. you don't learn how to forgive yourself to free yourself, then you're still in that bondage. You still need that healing. So I talk about forgiveness and repentance, you know, because once you can understand that you've been forgiven for what you've done, even understanding forgiveness comes out from the love of God. When you understand how much he loves you, then you can turn around and forgive. That's a hard part, mm -hmm. but it has to work in you first. Right. The repentance, it has to work in your heart first so that out of an overflow, you can turn around and forgive those who hurt you. That's the hard part. Let's see, what you're doing is, is these are teaching moments, teaching points, because some of this stuff don't happen. It doesn't happen overnight mm -hmm. because what happened to you didn't happen overnight. You know, sometimes we expect it to happen real fast, but no, through the life of everything we did, our ups and downs and everything, we have captured a whole lot of baggage on top of that. It's almost like uh, 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 John Maxwell, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Verse one is the law of the lid. We have so many lids on top of us. Mm -hmm. We have to learn how to take some off. And then we have to allow people to take some off so that we can be free to understand what's your next step. But you can never take a first step in forgiveness and repentance unless you take some of the lids off. Right, right. And real quick, I, I just want to mention to, to my listeners, in case, for those of you who don't know, John Maxwell is an author. Um, he's a speaker. Um, he's a well-world-renowned well speaker and author uh, who deals a lot with leadership. Um, and so if yeah. you're interested in, in that, you know, because we we're mentioning him, uh, you definitely might want to check out some of his things. Um, but I want to go back a little bit and talk about, you know, forgiveness. I, I agree with what you were saying, um, especially with the forgiveness with self. So in, in our forgiveness workshop, I'm going to give y'all a little bit. Make sure you guys go and, and check out the forgiveness workshop. It's forgivenessmission.com. Uh, whenever you're hearing this, either one just ended or one is coming up. And this is actually my announcement that I make for later. So you you will hit us again, but it's forgivenessmission.com. But one of the things that I, I think I speak about um, in the in the workshop is the forgiveness of self. And so I'm big on acronyms. And so when I talk about forgiveness of self, I say 
when you we look at the word self as an acronym, right? And so the S stands for season of life, uh, um, emotional state, limited information, and the F will be uh, forgiveness. So when we think about things that we're holding against ourselves, right? For, you know, I should have known better. I shouldn't have done that. When we look at it to be able to forgive ourselves and we look at it in those three spaces, you look at the S for season of life. You know, what was the season of life that I was in? You know, sometimes, and I always talk about my age, right? When I was younger and I was in my 20s, you know, I may have made some uh, some mistakes or just some decisions that now I'm going to be 47, you know, now it's like, okay, I wouldn't have made those decisions. I wouldn't have made those same decisions. But in the season of life that I was in, when I was in my 20s, I was just young, right? And so when I take in consideration maybe some of the decisions that I made at that age, now that I'm older, I can say, you know what, I can forgive myself for that because I was just young, right? And then, so that's for the S. So the E stands for your emotional state. Right. And so I also talk about when I went through uh, when my mom passed away during that time period, I was in went in, through a deep depression. And so during that time uh, while I was in that depression, if if I had made some decisions that didn't work out for my benefit, you know, now I can look back and say, well, I made those decisions in an emotional state. Right. I made those decisions while I wasn't emotionally myself. And so I can give myself some grace for those decisions because I was in an emotional state, right? And so uh, the L stand, and again, we're going through the word self, the L stands for limited information. And so with that, I think about when I, I'm a bricklayer by trade, right? And so when I was uh, as early as eighth grade, um, I knew I wanted to be a bricklayer. Right. I knew I wanted to be a bricklayer. I already knew when I get out of high school, I'm, you know, going to try to get me a job being a bricklayer. But the only thing I knew about it, about going into the construction field was to go to college because that's what everybody you go to college for whatever. You know, it wasn't years later that I found out about an apprenticeship, which the apprenticeship uh, through a, a bricklayer's union would pay for you to go to college and they'll pay for your classes and you get paid mm-hmm. while you work, you know? So in between the time that I found out about an apprenticeship and the time when I graduated high school, it probably was almost 10 years, you know? So now because of limited information, because <clears throat> I didn't have the information about the unions or whatever, that caused me to lose a lot of time, you know, but it's because I didn't have all the information. So now I can say, man, I wish I had to start working young, you know, got into it when I was younger, and then I would have been this far ahead and be able to retire and all this other stuff. But I can give myself grace because I didn't have all the information, you know. And so with with the elf, the elf I say, you know, is to give yourself grace and forgiveness by taking into consideration the S, which is the season of life, the E, which is your emotional state. The L, which is your limited information, and then taking all of those into consideration that at the time that you made whatever decision that you're holding against yourself, you were doing the best that you could. And then give yourself some grace and then to help be able to forgive yourself 
for that. So that's my whole analogy <laughs> for the uh, forgiveness of self. Um, and, and make sure you guys check out that, um, check us out with the, the forgiveness mission and that forgiveness workshop because there's a, a whole lot more information than that. So if you like today, you're definitely gonna like the rest of the, the rest of the workshop. <laughs> So, but yeah, so that's it. I just it out. It out. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that out there because we, we had started talking about, you know, you mentioned about being able to forgive yourself, you know, as well as forgive others, you know, and I think that's a major part, especially in the, in the lives of, of men that we are able to, you know, not only for, to forgive, but then again, like I said, on the, on the spiritual side, when it comes to repentance, you know, God forgave us you know, for our sins, you know, and for the things that we did. And it's still forgiving us, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times we like, you know, yeah, you did this, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you, you, you do wrong on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, whether it's something you said, something you thought, you know what I mean? We do things wrong on a day-to-day -day basis. So we're always, you know, asking for forgiveness. But I think I, I, something else that you said that I really liked it because it was two things that you mentioned. Um, in order for us to, to forgive. And I think it's, it's not only um, important for us in order to forgive, but it's also important for us to have in leadership, which you hit on two of them, uh, and you mentioned both of them, which is trust and truth, you know, trust and truth. And I think that's that's very important qualities, qualities to have as a leader, you know, to be able to, you know, lead someone, they definitely have to be able to trust you, you know, and they can only trust you if they can believe that what you're leading them and what you're teaching them is truth, right? And it, and it makes a difference in, in their lives. So even as, a, as part of your, you know, program or part of your teaching, your leadership teachings, how much of the trust and truth do you, you know, kind of get into as far as the, the leadership, teaching and the leadership? Because I think it's important, you know. I, um, I deal with it a lot because you have to, um, from a biblical standpoint, you have to know truth. Truth is the word of God. And you have to trust in the truth. Okay, so you got two T's. You got truth and you got the trust. And God gave us that through faith to do utilize that. Okay. Um, part of it is, and something you said is when we go back and, and, and look at back of our lives, it says, Well, I could have done that better emotionally. Yeah, I made some bad decisions. But what we're also looking at is these teachable, tiny little teachable moments. Tiny little teachable moments. Because sometimes we look back and we don't think about it. But when we go back and someone is teaching, you know, because you just don't go back and say, well, I did this. No, there are moments of teachings that we may have missed. But now we can go back and say, okay, I can, I can be taught how not to allow my emotions outweigh my decisions or outweigh my heart and just like you said the forgiveness mission when you're dealing with forgiveness and you're dealing with the hurt and pain there has to be teaching moments after we get done i have to be able to go home and read something 
and have something in my hand so that I don't fall back. Right. You know, too many times it's easy for us to tell somebody to do so, but if you don't put something in their hand, okay, then they may fall back because they'll forget what you said if they're not writing it down. So these teachable moments that we need in the power of forgiveness, the power of truth, the power of trust, the power of acknowledgement, these are teaching moments that after we've, we've sat in a circle and talked about it, then I need to have a handout. I need to have something that I can go back to and actually put it to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this, forgive me, people have to learn how to work. They have to learn. I, I can't give you everything, but what I can do is give you a starting place so that you can mm-hmm. start working, taking steps and steps by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so you talked about making sure that you we put something uh in in their hands for them to be able to hold. And you've done that because you've written a book. And uh tell us a little bit about the book and even and the some of the things that the book covers and what did you what did you want your to readers to get out of the book once they finish reading it? You know, it's actually a workbook. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a book. It deals with salvation. It deals with a lot of people who get saved. This is the first thing that happens. When you get saved, the first thing that happens is everybody's hop, everybody's clapping. They're patting you all of this. And then they take you aside. They get your address and everything. And they talk to you very little. So then the next thing they tell you is, well, you're in a church you have a new members class. You join church, new members class, mm-hmm. okay? But it's nothing to do with salvation, nothing whatsoever. So what happens is you get acclimated into culture or church culture doctrine, but you never know the power of Jesus Christ for yourself. That's what this book does. It talks about some things that Jesus has done and it's actually a workbook. So every section, it asks you two questions. Number one, what did you get out of it spiritually? Because when you start studying the word of God, it is the Bible is spiritual. It is not a, a book that you just read. It is a mm-hmm. supernatural guideline to your new life. And then the second question is, how are you going to apply it to your life? So it's actually a workbook and um, the table of contents. I'll just read a few things that you will never, ever get in uh, church leadership and church doctrine or church thing. Some of the things that I talk about, (laughs) the first thing I talk about is sin. Okay. No one wants to talk about sin. It's easy for them to cover it up. But when you Mm -hmm. get saved, you need to know what you got saved from. Okay. I talk about discipleship, salvation, reconciliation, prayer, the word, love, propitiation, deliverance, grace, mercy. There's about 30 things I talk about in the book, but this is the deal about this book. I don't say much. Each section has scriptures in it so that you can go to your own Bible, read it for yourself. I don't have a lot to say. Matter of fact, and mostly, I don't have nothing to say. I just put scriptures in there, and it's not exhaustive because if you start studying, 
then the Holy Spirit will take you to other scriptures and you you begin to grow in the salvation that Jesus died to give you. That's what this book does. And, you know, as a believer, we all need to know what Jesus has done, because if you don't, you get caught up. Now, you get caught up in this wrecked train of emotions yeah. Yeah. and not knowing the truth, not knowing trust, not knowing a lot of things. So you get tossed to and fro. I want to bring people back to Jesus. That's what this book is about. And I use it again, like I shared with you last time. I use it. I teach it in Pakistan. Okay. As a discipleship tool. Matter of fact, every Monday now in May, every Monday for about an hour, I have a Zoom call and I will be teaching nothing but discipleship out of this book to the leaders over there so that they can understand the power of creating and making disciples out of the believers that, that are there. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. So, Mr. Mr. Morris, I, I, first of all, let me say again, thank you uh, for being on, right? Thank you for sharing your expertise uh, with us. I want you to leave us with something, a word of advice, uh, a word of prayer, even if you want to have you decide to, to leave us. Uh, and then I also want you to make sure that you tell us your social media handles and where we can get the book. Um, I'll give you a couple of seconds to, to think about that. Um, to my listeners, thank you guys also for tuning in uh, once again to the to the um, to the podcast. Make sure that you guys are checking us out. Uh, check out our websites. Definitely check out the dealhealfulfill.org. That's dealhealfulfill.org, which is my company website, which is everything to uh, find out more stuff about me hmm. uh, as a speaker as a uh, workshop facilitator, also the podcast. And also um, there's a link there for Deal to Heal Tees, which is my inspirational uh, t-shirt line. And also a link there for my eBooks. Uh, if you just want to go straight to the eBooks to check out the eBooks, go to eBooksbyEJames.com. I am eJames. And so it's eBooksbyEJames.com. Um, and there you will find the ebooks that I have available. I have another one coming out uh, right now. I know there's um, Forgiving Me, The Four Steps to Self-Forgiveness is there. Uh, From Males to Men, a male mentoring book is there. And the core four, which is the core four values that every daughter should receive from her father is also there. So you want to go to uh, ebooks by ejames.com to, um, to check out those ebooks. Also, we talked about already, but I'm going to mention it again, the Forgiveness Workshop, uh, ForgivenessMission.com. That's ForgivenessMission.com. We have free virtual workshops every quarter of the year. Whenever you're listening to this, either one is just ended or one is coming up. So make sure you go to ForgivenessMission.com to register, or you can go to Eventbrite to register for the free virtual workshops on forgiveness. And last but not least, I told you guys um, that I would tell you how you could win $100 from the podcast. You can win $100 from the podcast by entering our $100 super subscriber contest. What does that mean? You must first subscribe to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, and our podcast on Spotify. After you've done those three things, you text the word WIN, W-I-N, 
to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. Uh, the contest is random, which means that anytime I can pick a name, and the contest is ongoing, which means once you're in, you can always win. You don't have to re-register or anything like that once you've done the three things that we've asked you to do, again, which is subscribe to our YouTube page, to our Facebook page, and also to our podcast on Spotify. Then text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730, and you are in and available uh, to win the $100. Again, Mr. Morris, once again, I want to say thank you for being on. Thank you for sharing your expertise with us. And I'll let you have the last word. And so the floor is yours. Yes. And one thing I want to tell you, we'll stay in touch because I want you on my radio show. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll stay in touch. I get you on my radio show so other people can know what you do. Um, one of the things that, that I'll just share, you know, healing, it's a lot. It's not something to just wish through um it's real your hurt your pain it is real no one can tell you it's not no one can tell you how deep it is only you so i would just encourage you if you know you've been hurt go and tell somebody that you have confidence in if you don't have confidence in anybody go to the website, go to his website. I'm quite sure Ernest has some something there for you because it is important that you, once you acknowledge that you've been hurt, the next step is wanting to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And you need to do something about it with someone who cares and has authority to do something, but also you have confidence in when they tell you to do something, that you have to do it, okay? And that's both natural and spiritual, you know, yeah. because there are hurting people out there. And the old adage is hurting people hurt people. hurt people. So we need people who are healed, healed back into leadership, back into the workforce, back into everywhere so they can point hurting people to a direction where they got healed. So I just share that. Healing is real. It is enjoyable. You know, you, the pain. One thing about being healed, this is what you need to know. When God heals you, when he heals you the pain, the pain, he takes the pain away. Okay? He doesn't take the thought away because your thought, your thought of it is still going to be there. But what he takes away is the stench and the pain. So whenever somebody brings it back up to you, you don't have to worry about being hurt. You're healed. That's your ultimate goal is to be healed of the pain and the hurt. Once you're healed on the inside, it doesn't matter about anything else. You can live a glorious life being healed in those areas where you've been hurt. Let me just pray real quick. Dear Holy Father, we thank you. God, I pray for my brother, God, that as he continues his broadcast, as he continues to help the hurting, God, that the healing will come. And Heavenly Father, that you will continue to bless him with his ministry, 
with this podcast, with everything he does. And Father, I pray for every hurting person that hears that they would receive it and then they will jump up and say, hey, I want to be healed because I've been hurt. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we definitely can't end and know better than that. To my listeners, thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast, where our mission is to help you to deal, to heal, and to fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. So until next time, we'll see you next week. Be blessed. Hey guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right, see you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem. Heal from the pain and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.